As we approach Christmas this coming Sunday, uh, and also just the end of the year, uh, this time of year always is just an opportunity for us to look back, uh, to reflect on where we've come from and what's brought us to where we are right now. Uh, and every year, the New York Times uh, does a review of the year in photos. And so here are just some of the more notable images that have captured the past year. Um, you know, so the year started uh, with the uh, devastating Russian invasion of Ukraine, uh, which is still ongoing today. Uh, unfortunately, again, there were many tragic incidences of uh, gun violence uh, with shootings in Buffalo, Uvalde, Colorado Springs, just to name a few. Uh, we also witnessed the impact of uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned, uh, the detrimental effect it's had on, on women and their reproductive rights. There was also the passing of Queen Elizabeth, which had a global impact uh, and also brought to the forefront some conversations just around historical and, and current day colonialism. And then just this month, uh, the World Cup took place in Qatar, which you know, may or may not have been secretly streaming throughout the building last Sunday. I'm not going to name any names. There's no shame in it. Um, and while there was this global competitive celebration, you know, hidden underneath uh, were these oppressive methods that you know, many migrant workers were under as they built those various stadiums. And then for our own community, right, we had some meaningful markers uh, collectively as well. Uh, it's hard to, to believe, but at the beginning of this year, we were going through the whole Omicron phase, right? And so we had to shift back to hybrid, shift back to virtual. Um, but in April, we were able to hold our Good Friday liturgy in person uh, and host a potluck with a few other churches here in Austin. This year, we were also able to start a partnership with Keep Austin Fed. Uh, and they're now housing, we're housing their walk-in fridge on our property to help them store, transfer food to those who need it. Uh, last month, we had our fall retreat at HGB camp. Uh, I got to enjoy some nature, community, and rest. And then we also, as you heard earlier, we, meant we were able to finally replace our entire roof, uh, thanks to the, the you know, people's generosity. And then as we close this year, Harmon uh, will be rolling off staff um, after being our pastor of worship and liturgy for the last 16 years. Uh, and so that's a transition that we'll continue to navigate together. And I know for all of us here, right, we have our own personal markers through this past year. And so all of those things collectively, you know, offer the context for how we come to this place in this time now. Both the experiences of loss, disappointment, and difficulty, as well as the experiences of rest, joy, and gratitude. And so I would imagine that those who lived in the first century, they were experiencing their own version of significant markers. Right? They were also navigating political unrest, violent acts of harm, and at the same time, being in their community of support and care. And that's what those in the Christmas narrative were experiencing when they were suddenly given this unexpected news of a baby, right? being born in their time, in their town, that would change how they would experience the divine and the world around them which is still difficult to wrap my mind around, right? That God would choose to disrupt the normal rhythms of this world by becoming a baby. This is how Rachel Held Evans describes it in her book, Wholehearted Faith. She says, it is nearly impossible to believe 
God shrinking down to the size of a zygote, implanted in the soft lining of a woman's womb, God growing fingers and toes, God kicking and hiccuping in utero, God inching down the birth canal and entering this world covered in blood, perhaps into the steady waiting arms of a midwife, God crying out in hunger, God reaching for his mother's breast, God totally relaxed, eyes closed, his chubby little arms raised over his head in a posture of complete trust. God resting in his mother's lap. Right? And that's such a beautiful image uh, of the unexpected disruption of God choosing to enter this world as a baby. And in turn, that offers those in the narrative around an opportunity to respond, to do something, maybe to change their mind about something. And so this evening, the question I want us to reflect on this Christmas Eve is what are we invited to do or change as we consider the unexpected disruption that that first Christmas brought with the birth of a baby, right? What does that mean for us today? And so is our typical rhythm for our last liturgy each year we invite our community to listen and to reflect on the scripture text through a practice known as Lectio Divina, uh, which literally means divine reading. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the practice, it's, a, it's an ancient practice that lets scripture speak, and our posture is simply to listen and to reflect. So instead of our tendency to, to study or to analyze or try to work to understand the text, this is really just an invitation to receive what the Spirit is offering. And so we'll go through four movements, and this passage will be read four times. And after each reading, you'll have some time just to, to chew on it, chew in your mind, in your heart. And during each movement, you'll focus your mind on a word or phrase that stands out for you. And in between the readings, you'll have space to reflect on your response to this text, how it speaks to you in this moment, right? Don't worry if you get distracted. Just allow yourself the freedom to acknowledge the distraction and move on. And so if you would, go ahead and get into a comfortable position if you're able. You can even close your eyes if it's helpful for you. Take a couple of deep breaths to calm your mind and your heart. And as you hear this passage for the first time, open yourself to the presence of God. Take in the words and the flow of this passage and allow yourself to remain open to the Spirit of God. Identify any words or phrases that grab your attention. And so we listen to the text. I invite Sam to read it for us. This is the first reading. From Luke 2, verses 8 through 15. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, 
Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in the manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, "Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom God's favor rests." When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, "Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about." As we listen to the passage for a second time, continue to listen for a word or phrase that stands out to you. And as you do, begin to meditate and chew on that word or phrase in your mind. Reflect on why God would highlight this for you today, and ask God any questions that come to mind. Take note of the things that seem important as you meditate on that word or phrase that God's given you. So I invite Casey to read for us. This is the second reading. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, "Do not be afraid." I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those 
on whom God's favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. as we listen to the passage a third time, listen for God's invitation and how you might respond. Maybe it's letting go of something or taking up something. Maybe it's doing something or being something. The invitation can take many different forms. So continue to listen for God's invitation as you look for ways to respond to the word or phrase you've been reflecting on. And after this third reading and a time of silence, we'll have an opportunity to share the word or phrase that God has brought to your attention to reflect on. And so I invite Jeff to read for us. This is the third reading. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in the cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom God's favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into the heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about.
as we finish this third movement, we have an opportunity to share as a community what words or phrases God has brought to your mind. It's a chance to be able to hear how this text is speaking collectively to us. So if you're comfortable, go ahead and share uh, with someone near you uh, what word or phrase has come up for you um, and even some additional thoughts um, as they've surfaced. So I'll give you a moment to do that with someone near you. So we'll close our time together by listening to the passage one final time. Try to savor the words and phrases that you've heard and even those that have been shared by others. There's no need to reflect or respond in this last reading. Simply rest in the love that God has for you as you hear the text and allow God's spirit to draw you close and fill you with love, grace, and peace so you can be filled and refreshed for your continuing journey. And so I invite Kimberly to read for us. This is the final reading. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom God's favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
And so as we close this evening, I want to leave us with this poem uh, written by Howard Thurman. As we move through Christmas and into this new, next season and into this new year. When the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, and when the kings and princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flock, the work of Christmas begins to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among people, to make music in the heart. And so we ask all this in the love of God, our creator, the hope of Christ who is born, and the peace of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>